0: Welcome to Path to Alignment with Hungry Yogi. My name is Natalie, your host, and I am here to help you step into your path to alignment to become your most authentic self. Today, I talk about comparison. I shared some pretty vulnerable topics, which seems to be a pattern of mine on this podcast. (laughs) I share my struggle with trying to fit in growing up, trying to be someone I wasn't, the epiphany I had about fitting in, what the word beauty means, I talk about jealousy and insecurity, why people gossip. I also teach you how to use comparison as inspiration and stay on your path. If you really just need a little self-love, motivational moment, just skip to about 30 minutes as I got really inspired here. So I hope that you enjoy the show and that this message helps you find some alignment in whatever area of your life you need it to in this moment. So let's get aligned. So today we talk about comparison, comparing ourselves to others, lacking self-love, lacking self-love that causes us to compare ourselves to others And I would like to begin this by, first of all, saying that some of the stuff I'm going to share, I notice myself experiencing a lot of shame around, around even sharing it with people, but I find that in these moments of feeling shame, things need to be revealed because shame is just concealing things that we are embarrassed of. And once we give a voice to those things, it takes the power away from that. It takes the power away from the shame because shame wants to have power over you. It wants you to hide. It wants you to be in a little dark corner where you're not expressing yourself, where you're hiding your truth, where you're hiding your light. So I choose to Allow this shame to reveal itself in a way that is vulnerable so that I can help anybody that experiences shame around comparing themselves and shame around not feeling good enough to the point that they need to compare. So the reason I'm even talking about this today is because the other day I went to a coffee shop with a friend and I asked for CBD in my coffee. And I don't know what they put in that coffee, but it was not CBD. I felt really high. I literally had a moment where I was just hyper-focusing on one thing and I started feeling a lot of anxiety. I went to the bathroom. I was like, you're good, you're good. Just like go home, go to your safe space. And as you can tell, Weed and myself are not best friends. It's something that I used to do a lot when I was younger. Now when I do it, it causes me a lot of anxiety and I feel a lot of resistance come up. But also because it's a plant medicine and with plant medicine, resistance can come up period because plant medicine kind of reveals a lot of things that we're not ready to reveal to ourselves. So I had a really fun awakening moment from this experience of having something that was not cbd i think it was delta 8 or or something much stronger in my coffee so i drive home and i sit on the couch trying to do some breath work to come back to my to my normal state of being quote unquote my cat is cuddled up next to me giving me love and i go on my phone to try to Avoid any thoughts that were coming up and as i'm scrolling through instagram just scrolling through i'm looking at recipes because that's what calms my nerves is looking at recipes And then I had this thought. What are you avoiding? Put your phone down. What are you avoiding? I'm, like, okay, god, I hear you fine (laughs) I put my phone down. I close my eyes Place my hand on my heart And I just start taking a few breaths And I tap in to what my mind and my heart are telling me. And whatever that plant medicine was that I took was doing whatever it needed to, to take out any subconscious thoughts. Which is essentially, if you've ever done plant medicine, you know that that's what it does. It brings up any subconscious thoughts, subconscious programmings, And really reveals them to you. It's almost like the ego steps aside so that all of these things can come up. And this is not always the case. I know it also depends on intention oftentimes because when I used to smoke weed when I was younger, it was actually to avoid my thoughts. But now that I've developed a deeper sense of awareness, whenever I take any sort of plant medicine, it very quickly reveals to me whatever it is that I'm suppressing or anything that's not been brought to the surface just yet. So what I realized as I closed my eyes was that I was experiencing a lot of comparing myself to others. And I realized that as I was scrolling through Instagram, this is something that I used to do a lot a long time ago, and it's something that I hadn't done in a while, but I experienced it in that moment where I was comparing myself, whether it was with my business, the way I look, all sorts of thoughts that were coming up that were so uncomfortable, and I really had a moment with myself where I had to look at myself and question Why am I comparing myself to anyone? Where is this coming from? I thought I was past this. I thought that I was fully in my authentic state and stepping into my power and loving who I am now. But of course, there was some stuff there from my past, from childhood. And I realized that my entire life I had compared myself to someone else, always. And if you've heard some of the previous episodes, I've explained how my upbringing was very much an upbringing of moving a lot to a different city, a different state, a different town. And I'll go through it a little bit once again for any new listeners, because I find that it's a very important part of this story. So from the age of eight years old up until I was about 18, I moved a lot. About every year, every two years, my family and I had to move to a new place because of my dad's work. And as I mentioned previously, during those times, during that age, that's your developmental years, the years of your life where you are finding who you are where your mind is scanning around for, okay, is it safe for me to be this way? Is this the way that I'm going to be accepted? Is this the way that I'm going to feel seen? Because as a child and as a teenager, all that we want is to feel seen, to be heard, understood. So very often, During those ages, you just try to find friends or cliques or groups where you can really fit in, where you can feel accepted, where you can feel understood, where even if the friends that you're with are not the greatest influences, they're just there to accept you and see you. And that's all you want in that moment. So as I'm entering new schools every year or so, all I wanted was to fit in. It's like I, I didn't even want to accept who I was because I wanted to be like someone else. So I would get into this new school. I would see, okay, who is the person that's most accepted? The girl that's most accepted in this group. What are they wearing? How are they speaking? How are they walking? How are they showing up in the world? What are they doing that makes them so attractive to everyone around them? What is the energy that they are bringing forth that is allowing them to attract people towards them? And instead of me asking myself, who am I? What can I offer as I'm stepping into this new space? How can I show up as my authentic self? I would try to clone whoever that person was, whoever those people were, And I would literally, and this is the embarrassing part for me that it's embarrassing to even share it, but I want to share it because I feel that people can resonate with this. But at those ages, when I was super young, I would literally go out of my way to buy the same types of clothes, cut my hair in the same way, talk the same way, walk the same way as certain girls that were attracting a lot of people towards them the popular girls so per se so kind of like those movies that you see where it's like the new girl that comes in and she's just like wants to feel accepted literally it was like that whole specific scene that you would see in a movie and i would just go home crying all the time because i felt like gosh i don't even fit in here like who am i it never felt like i was good enough it never felt like who i was was enough to be loved to be seen And even after buying the same clothes and and literally cloning myself into these people, I still wasn't accepted the way that I wanted. And it didn't make sense to me. And the funny part is, and I'm remembering kind of at age 13, a specific story was I had done all the things dressed the same way was talking the same way I was trying so hard to be friends with these groups of people trying so hard to be accepted by them and I really wasn't getting the results that I was looking for and then a new girl comes to school and she was so beautiful vibrant radiant immediately everybody was drawn to her and she wasn't dressing like any of these girls that I was trying to clone she was just herself like from what i could see in that moment and from my memory now she just came in and she was herself she was vibrant and she was accepted immediately she wasn't trying to be like anybody else and it was really like a slap in the face for me because i was like really like i'm trying so hard to be accepted to be seen to have friends to have that group of friends and this new person comes in and she's able to do it and matter of seconds she didn't even have to try so reflecting back on that now and on many similar experiences that I had like that every time that I moved the truth of the matter is I was avoiding being myself I was avoiding being who I was and there came a point where I got to a new city and I stopped trying to be like other people That's when I started kind of stepping into me and letting go of who I thought I needed to be. It was a point where I was just like, I don't even care anymore. Like, I'm just gonna be myself. I'm just gonna be authentic to me. And in that moment, something opened up and suddenly I was liked, accepted, (laughs) seen. And it's so funny because all the years that I was trying so hard never got what I wanted. And right when I just surrendered and I said, screw all of this. I don't even care anymore. That's when everything started coming to me. The friends, the relationships, what I wanted, essentially, to be accepted, to be seen, to be heard. But before all of this, before I surrendered and accepted and let it go. I was just so jealous of these people that were accepted so easily when I was trying so hard. And at the time, there was just so many traumas that I had not dealt with yet, that I had not healed And so much anger pent up inside of me, so many emotions underlying these feelings of insecurity and these feelings of jealousy. And I want to touch really quickly upon the topic of jealousy towards the way somebody looks and our paradigms about what. The word beauty means. Because if there's something that I learned from living in Colombia when I was little to moving here to living in Canada is that beauty is perceived completely differently from country to country, from city to city, from state to state. The idea of beauty that I saw growing up in Colombia was a woman with big fake butt, big fake boobs, tiny waist, really long luscious black hair, a lot of surgery. That was what I saw growing up. And a paradigm that I learned from when I was little in my country in Colombia was that if you even left your house in pajamas or anything that wasn't like high heels and really like dressed up, makeup done and everything, then that is super wrong. <laughs> so coming up with that paradigm until I was like 8 years old, then moving to America and seeing that there was girls going to school in pajamas or literally just you go to the store and people are dressed in sweatpants and it doesn't really matter. Like people are not wearing makeup and it's not a big deal and they're still perceived as beautiful. <laughs> and that Girls that have more weight are still beautiful. That is a paradigm that I had to detach from, from my upbringing in Colombia, because there it was like, unless you have the tiniest waist, biggest butt, biggest boobs, then you are not beautiful and you are just basically not going to find a lover. (laughs) So it's really nuts, the perceptions that we place on beauty and that brings me to the topic of comparing ourselves to others as far as beauty goes and our perception of beauty because the perception of beauty yes it comes from our culture from our paradigms of what our families would say our paradigms of what we heard others say around us at school and what's perceived as beautiful but here where you are in this moment you may not feel beautiful you go to another country and you are looked at as a goddess (laughs) so really like beauty comes from within and it's what you feel about yourself if we sit here all day comparing ourselves to somebody else looking at girls on instagram and thinking wow they are so beautiful or if you're a guy looking at dudes on instagram and seeing how muscular they are and why am i not like that gosh i'm not no one's gonna like me Those are just things that you're placing on yourself and that is the energy that you're going to show up with in anything and that is the energy that you're going to attract because bringing it into physics and Newton's third law, every action has an equal and opposite reaction. So let that sink in. Every action has an equal and opposite reaction if you are thinking that you are not worth being loved, if you are thinking that you are not worth being looked at, being admired, being called beautiful, that's the energy that you're going to be putting out into the world, therefore the energy that you're going to be attracting back towards yourself. And this goes into the topic of energetics. You could see two people walk into the same room, and one person... May not be quote unquote, the best looking person for the paradigm that we've created in society. The other person may be that perfect looking person from head to toe. But the person that is, quote unquote, not the best looking may be holding this energy of, I am so freaking beautiful. I don't care what anybody thinks in here. I know I'm hot. I know I'm beautiful. I know i'm I am to be looked at and accepted and all the things. And the other person who is perceived as absolutely gorgeous may walk in with this energy of like, I don't really like how I look, like I'm I'm shy, like, and it's felt. The energy is felt. And who do you think is going to attract others towards them? The person who is insecure, who is thinking that they are not enough, or the person who is so sure of themselves in their power, no matter what the paradigm of quote-unquote beauty is. This person just knows like I'm just beautiful because beauty goes so far beyond the exterior. Beauty is what you are inside. Beauty is what you feel inside. Beauty is how you treat others, how you show up in the world. It is so much more. But we place so much importance on the physical that we forget about the mental, the spiritual, the emotional, all that we have to offer as humans so comparing yourself to anybody is useless. It's absolutely useless. Expressing envy or jealousy towards another is useless. And a realization that I had about jealousy and envy today, actually, as I was having a coaching session about jealousy, <laughs> is that we place so much shame on jealousy, on the word jealousy, on the feeling of jealousy. I had this feeling that jealousy is one of the ugliest feelings. But truly, the reason that jealousy, insecurity develops is because at one point in your life, maybe you were cheated on. Maybe you were let down. You were disappointed by somebody. Maybe you were called ugly. You were told that you weren't enough or you felt that you weren't enough for whatever reason. So this emotion developed as a way to protect you. Because if you're talking bad about another person, if you are gossiping, if you are making fun of someone else that may be in your eyes better than you, then it somehow makes you feel better or comforted. Which is why often we may end up in a friend group where we start gossiping and talking bad about another person who's maybe doing a lot better in a certain field to make ourselves feel better about where we are in our lives. But instead of using the comparison and jealousy towards another person as a way to make fun of them or pick at them, it can be an opportunity to turn it around onto yourself and see what about me is feeling jealousy towards this person. And instead of expressing it as jealousy, can I express it as inspiration for this person, for their accomplishments, for what they've done, for what they're doing? Because when we talk bad about somebody, when we express envy towards another person, it's essentially like drinking poison and expecting the other person to die. Words are so powerful. Feelings are so powerful. When you are talking badly about somebody else, when you are comparing yourself to someone else or expressing jealousy, that person will not know if you are doing it behind their back. And the only one that is experiencing that negativity is you. So if you find yourself talking about somebody in a negative manner, just know they're still going to be thriving just as much whether you're talking about them or not, whether you are comparing yourself to them or not, even if they're in the wrong and you're talking bad about that person, even if you're comparing yourself to them as I'm actually much better than them, blah, blah, blah. That energy that you're putting out is only coming back to you. When you're speaking about someone else without them being there in front of you, it's essentially like you are talking to a wall. And all of the energy that you are putting out as you're talking about this person, that wall is bouncing right back to you. And the only one that is feeling those effects is you, of all the negativity that is coming out of your mouth. So think twice before you put energy into speaking negatively about another person, because the only one that's really truly at the deepest part of your core being affected is you. So, with that being said, simply notice when you find yourself comparing yourself to someone else and speaking of them in a negative manner. Notice if you have certain friends that you surround yourself with, that you have conversations with that are not positively impacting your life, but rather conversations that are lowering your frequency, lowering your vibration. And... Be the person in your friend group to make a difference and to say, hey, I don't really want to talk about this person. That's not really benefiting any of us. And just notice the difference in energy that is created when you are a catalyst for change in your group of friends or within yourself. On another note I was doing some research on comparison, and there was some very interesting things that I found. There are different types of comparison, one of them being upward comparison, another one being downward comparison. With upward comparison, we are often comparing ourselves to people that are higher than us in success, in looks, in what they're doing in life, money, etc. With this, it's found that when you're comparing yourself to people with more money, more fame, better health, more attractiveness, etc., then naturally you feel deflated by the outcome of that comparison. The problem with this is that as we make progress with our goals, we constantly shift our goals to be bigger and greater And therefore, this can cause us to forget about how far we've already come. And we tend to believe that we can only be happy when we catch up with what the next person is doing, what the next person is doing, and higher and higher and higher and higher. Now, I'm not saying this is necessarily bad. It's really all about perception. This can be a really good thing if you're using it as inspiration And if you are really expressing gratitude for how far you've come, if you look back at your accomplishments with absolute awe in yourself and knowing that your accomplishments do not define your self-worth, that you are worthy of love, respect, and all of the things, money, everything, without everything that you've accomplished, you are just simply worthy of it, not because you have created an abundance of wealth, does that mean that you are worth something? It does not define yourself worth And something really important to remember that's coming up for me right now is that really, at the end of the day, no matter what happens in our lifetime, we all end up in the same place. So even if you were the richest person, even if you were the most successful person, we all end up in the same place, underneath dirt. So let that sink in. When you realize that, when you truly, truly let that land, you allow yourself to look at life as, okay, what makes me feel best in this life? Because comparing yourself to anyone else isn't going to do any good for you. If you're looking at it from a place of always wanting to be better than the next person, rather than wanting to be better than the past version of you, while also appreciating and loving the past version of you, no matter how little success or how little self-awareness that version of you had. So when you're For example, climbing a tall ladder, don't look down might be good advice, but when your sense of self-worth, confidence, and motivation are on the line, looking down is something that is a must because it's easy to lose perspective. It's easy to forget our amazing past achievements, to live from a place of feeling envious and jealous of others because we are not acknowledging how far we have come. So as you can tell, I get a little off track, but back to the research that I found, there was a sample of 80 people in two groups, and one group was told to look at their Facebook news feed for 15 minutes and the other group was told to look at the National Geographic Facebook page for 15 minutes. Everyone used Facebook, but only the group looking at the newsfeed was exposed to social comparison information. After just 15 minutes of usage, the people scrolling the newsfeed reported lower self-esteem and higher depression than the people scrolling the National Geographic page. Social comparison was the catalyst that transformed social media usage into emotional hardship. And the news feed only increased depression for people who frequently compared themselves to others in their everyday lives. For example, those people with a high quote-unquote social comparison orientation. With this being said, comparison is an inevitable human experience it is normal to compare and it's not to be labeled as something bad but like i said earlier it's are you comparing yourself to someone who for example has done the work to get to where they are for many many years And you just started doing the work. Because truly, if I sit here and compare myself to someone who has been doing the work in a specific business field that I'm in for many years, and it's something I just started, then I'm going to feel shitty about myself. Because I'm not there yet. But that doesn't mean that I won't be there. And that's the beautiful thing, actually, about comparison. That comparison can show you what is possible for you. Comparison doesn't have to be this negative thing of, oh, I will never get there. How did they get there? Like, I just wish I could get there. How about reframing it and saying, wow, that's so inspiring that this person has gotten there. I wonder how they got there. That is so cool. And I hope to get there. And then do the work to get there. Show up every single day and do the work to get there. And then have patience and appreciate each moment along the way. And this goes for anything. I can be saying this for business, for your fitness goals, for your mental health goals. So get super clear on your vision. If your vision is... I want to lose weight and I want to be fit. Have that vision. And if you, for example, follow a bunch of fitness people on Instagram, make sure that the content that you are putting inside of your mind is content that is rich for your well-being, content that is uplifting you to get to that fitness goal and not content that is making you feel shittier about yourself. That goes for anything. And reminding yourself that you are worthy of love, of respect, of being seen, everything, all of it. Just as much as that person that you're comparing yourself to. And that the more that you show up for yourself, the clearer that you get on your vision the more that you will see what is possible for you. Just keep on walking your path. Remember, this is your path. This is your life. There's no need to try to step into another person's path. You can look at someone else's path from a place of inspiration, but keep walking your path. You are here in this world to experience what it is like to be you, not what it is like to be another person. We are all so similar, yet so different. And that is the beauty of this life. That is the beauty of being you, that you are so unique. You cannot be replicated. Nobody can clone who you are at your essence. Your essence cannot be replicated. It is yours and only yours. So stop trying to take someone else's essence and make it yours. Because you can never replicate somebody else's essence that is theirs. But once you step into your power, into your essence, into the beauty of who you truly are, once you allow that to be expressed through you, Oh my goodness, the possibilities are endless. You will become a magnet, a magnet that attracts towards you abundance, love, friendships, everything that your heart desires. But you must first become embodied in who you are so that you can attract what you are. And yes, that sounds easier said than done. But there are so many ways to start finding who you are. And that's what I help people do. That's what I do with my clients. I help my clients step into being their authentic selves so they can stop trying to be someone that they're not. So that they can see the true beauty of who they are. They can show up authentically, unapologetically. And that means letting go of comparison to anyone or anything that is not uplifting them to be their highest self. I help people who have never felt seen in life to step into their power to see themselves and to stop comparing their path to anyone else's path. When I think about what I could have done differently when I was younger, when I was trying to be accepted so badly, I could have gotten to know my true self deeply and to have developed such a deep love for who I was, that my aura and energy were that of confidence and pure love towards myself. I would have developed a deeper inner wisdom to truly show up as me and not a clone of anyone else. And now what I choose to do is to step into my power. And this is what I encourage you to do, to not be a clone of anybody, to not try to mimic the path of anybody else and to trust that the more you that you are, the more opportunities that will come to you. And that as you continue to be your authentic self and not label yourself as one thing, not limit yourself to be a one dimensional being and to understand that you are multidimensional, you are multifaceted. The more energy that you will attract towards you and to remember that you are so damn beautiful You don't need to talk like anyone else, walk like anyone else, look like anyone else. You are you. And source came into your body to experience you at your utmost trueness of who you are in that full expression of you. Thank you so much for tuning in to this week's episode of path to alignment i am so happy to be bringing this podcast to you if this resonates with you in any way please please let me know by leaving a review a comment sending me a dm whatever you choose to express this as i would love to hear it If you struggle with showing up authentically, if you find yourself constantly comparing yourself to others and putting yourself down, if you would like to step more into your power and into being who you are, please feel free to set up a free 30-minute alignment call with me using the link in the description below. And we can talk about what it's like to experience a coaching container with me and how I can help you step into becoming the most authentic version of you to really allow your power to shine and to show up as yourself in this beautiful world and finally join my newsletter to receive motivation mindful messages updates on yoga events and workshops as well as exclusive life coaching discounts and much more and for the rest of this week just remember to check in with yourself and ask is this choice in alignment with my highest self stay aligned